In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All of the revealed truths regarding Christ's ascension into heaven according to the church, all of them point to this. That the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ is the ascension of each and every Christian who is filled with our Lord Jesus Christ. We're told that after Jesus' resurrection, that he spent 40 days with his disciples in his now glorified body. 40 days. And we've celebrated that throughout this Easter time in these last 40 days. And that number 40, all through God's relationship with his people, all through Holy Scripture, we see the number 40 being extraordinarily meaningful and telling us something. Everywhere you see the number 40 in Holy Scripture, you're seeing a number that represents completion. A completion of something. Give me a couple, a couple of examples for you. Israel, this is very much parallel, pointing to the type that would be the ascension. Israel spent 40 years in the wilderness, and then after the 40 years entered the paradise of the promised land. Our Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament would spend 40 days led by the Holy Spirit, fasting and praying and preparing so that he would overcome Satan in every temptation that we might be enabled to do the same. Forty has always been this number of completion. We've come to the completion of Eastertide, now with the Ascension. So how is the Ascension a completion? How do we see it as a completion for us? Because everything the church teaches us, everything that Jesus came to do, being incarnate, taking on our flesh for the salvation of mankind, and to bring the kingdom of God near to us and us near to the kingdom and its king. It is completed in him taking our humanity within himself and ascending into heaven. This is what we celebrate this night. Jesus, for example, in his life wrapped our fallen flesh, our humanness, our humanity around himself and joined it to his divinity and lived a life on this earth so that we could see what man was truly created to be in the beginning. Our Lord Jesus Christ wrapped our flesh around us and kept our humanity within us when he descended into death and into Hades so that we too might have victory over death. And our Lord Jesus Christ kept his huma our humanity within himself as he was raised from the dead. And in raising himself and humanity from the dead, giving us victory over death and the promise of eternal life for those in him. And when Jesus ascended, keeping our humanity within himself, joined to himself, the church says summed up in himself. And he took it into heaven. What is it that we remember tonight? The significance to us of the ascension of God taking our humanity into paradise. First is this. Do you realize that when Jesus ascended, our humanity being joined to himself, it would be the first time that humanity pierced the veil and entered paradise. From the garden until this point, humanity had no place in paradise. 
but because humanity was joined to Jesus Christ and he ascended again, the Father said beautifully, piercing the veil with our humanity. He was the first of humanity to go into heaven and bring humanity near the Father in paradise. And we see this truth as the angels literally marvel at what they see when Jesus ascends. They marvel as they witness the Word of God now eternally joined to flesh of human person that He created enter into paradise and go before them and stand before the Father and then be seated at the right hand of the Father. As Christ takes His place in the words of an Eastern Rite hymn that's sung all over the world today, we hear these words. As the angels, O Savior, wondered at thy elevation, and the disciples were amazed at thy dread rising. Thou didst ascend in glory, being God, and the gates were lifted up for thee. Wherefore, the heavenly powers were surprised, shouting, Glory to thy condescension, O Savior. Glory to thy reign. Glory to thine ascension, O thou who art the lover of mankind. Try to grasp this, because this is what's been getting me as I keep thinking about the ascension. When I try to fathom the angelic beings confounded. The angelic beings not being able to comprehend as they see humanity joined to Christ enter heaven. That the angelic hosts are confounded at how far Jesus Christ, the word of God, went to save <coughs> and to save me. They can't fathom this mystery, but they, they see it in paradise eternally not joined. Christ, and they would see very soon a host of human flesh filled with the Holy Spirit join him in paradise because they had followed him. It's one of the most beautiful things to think about, that those gorgeous angelic that hear the voice of God all the time and deliver his messages are confounded at the wonder that they see as Jesus entered into heaven as human and divine. Second, Jesus ascended Precisely so that we would have the means to do the same, to ascend, and to know the way, to follow the way of our ascension to be able to join him in paradise. An Orthodox priest, Father Theodore Zeton, he preached a homily on the ascension. I want to share with you his words because they're wonderful. Having prayed in silence, the apostles returned to Jerusalem glowing with melancholy joy. They were alone now, briefly, alone against the enemy called the world. But heaven is not cut off from the earth as before the coming of Christ. The mystic ladder of Jacob is no longer a lonely man's dream, but is set up on the earth and the earth which we tread. And above there is an intercessor who does not forget those whom he desires to share with. This Jacob's ladder that he mentioned, and by the way, please look at the front of your bulletins for a moment, at the icon. This Jacob's ladder that Father Theodore is mentioning is best represented in the Orthodox icon of the ladder of divine ascent. And I had it put on the front of your bulletin instead of the ascension because by the ascension this ladder is set up for us. 
And I want us to look at the icon, for it teaches us why. What's the purpose? As Christ ascended, if you can picture it, as he ascends and pierces that veil, he creates the very ladder with which we can follow him up. The ladder touches earth and enters heaven. What has he done? He's brought the kingdom of God to earth. And he's brought the way into paradise to the fallen by his ascension. But look at it. He ascended for the express purpose of making this way for us to follow him, which shows us, and the church teaches this, his infinite desire for us. He wants us to join him. He wants us to be with him where he is. And he's made a way for us to ascend rung by rung with the help of the Holy Spirit and all of the angelic powers. Look at this icon. Along the way in the ascension, yeah, we do see the demonic. You see them in the icon. And the demonic are forever trying to put oil on the ladder and distractions so that we miss the next rung and fall down and not fall off completely and never reach paradise. They are indeed there. But our hope is so much more powerful than the demonic that you see. For look at our Lord Jesus Christ in heaven, having ascended. What is he doing? He's reaching down his hand on the ladder to touch mankind and grab his arm and bring mankind up to himself. And not only our Lord Jesus Christ, but he sends the angelic beings that are in absolute wonder at what they've seen. And those angelic beings, what are they doing? They're undergirding humanity. They're assisting and strengthening. They are the ministers of God. To help lift us up to reach the next rung and the next rung and to combat the demonic if we will turn to the king and the kingdom. They will war for us. We only had one iota of a grasp, my friends, of how far Jesus Christ, how far God the Holy Trinity has gone to stack the deck of our, for our salvation in our favor. This is what we're talking about. From the love of God. Christ also knowing the struggle to climb the ladder. Knowing the human struggle. Our fallenness. Our humanity. Because he experienced all of the human struggle within himself. He ascended that he might take his place and not leave us alone. But to send us absolutely everything that we would need. To be our help. To be our aid. St. Cyril of Alexandria put it this way. For he ascended to heaven as our forerunner, the first of us, as the inspired Paul says. There as man, he is truly the high priest of our souls, our helper and the coverer of our sins. Hebrews tells us plainly along those lines that St. Cyril is speaking of. That when our Lord Jesus Christ ascended, he ascended and entered into the eternal temple. To take our place, bringing our humanity to be joined to who he is, the great high priest. Knowing our humanity, to stand before God as the great high priest and present his blood for the covering of our sins. And even more than that, to stand as our mediator and our advocate at all times. So that we, when we come to Christ pleading with him for mercy, because the Holy Spirit has showed us where we've slipped or run. 
When we plead with our Lord Jesus Christ for mercy, he goes before the Father pleading for us because our humanity is in him. He knows the struggle and the fall that they took, though he never fell. He knows the temptation. He knows the pain. He knows the anguish of our fallenness. And so he stands as our covenant representative before God, saying, we shall give this one mercy. We shall bestow grace upon this, our beloved child. Because he ascended, knowing our need for help from him, just as we begin from this night forward to prepare for just ten days in the future, because he ascended, and only because he ascended, could he then have the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, sent to dwell within us, no longer separate from God, that we might be empowered, that we might be filled with might, that we might be filled with wisdom, that we might be filled with holy endurance in this life, to continue on the path, that when we fall, that by the Holy Spirit we get back up and go even further. He sends us absolutely every bit of help that we need to help us up the ladder until we enter the joy of eternal fellowship with Christ in the paradise where we are told He has created many mansions for us to be there and dwell in fellowship with one another and with Him. You see, Pentecost, my friends, is the direct result of tonight, today, the day of ascension. And this is why we rejoice in the completion of the earthly ministry, taking our humanity into himself, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we now prepare our hearts for the reception and the fanning into flame of the great gift of God, the Holy Spirit, that we've been given to join him now and make motion toward him in paradise and accept every help he has for us. For as the collect prayer for this very mass prays, and we pray, grant we beseech the Almighty God that like as we do believe thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we also may in heart and mind there ascend. And with him continually dwell. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, 